What up, this is your boy DJ EFN. You might know me as a drink champ, but first and foremost, I'm a proud father. I linked up with two of my other dad homies, Manny Digital and KGB, to start the Fatherhoods podcast. Each week, we bring you insider hip-hop stories, parenting, and advice and therapy. The saying is true, it takes a village, and we humorously serve as each other's trusted counsel in figuring out how not to screw up being a good dad. The Fatherhood Podcast. Beats, rhymes, and diapers. All right. Well, before we do the intro, like since I pointed this out last time, we always suck at saying welcoming each other <laughs> to the podcast, right? We always go straight into it. So what's up, fellas? Everyone good? Yeah, what's going yeah. on, man? What's up, man? It's good, vibe. good. Um, well, shit. Let's intro this man first. Um, I'm super excited that, that he's joining us. Uh, a true legend, man, pioneer. Oh, yeah. um, you know, him and his group, the Jungle Brothers, man, they they started the Native Tongue Movement. And, um, man, there's just a lot to be said. But, man, they, they, really, <laughs> laid, they really laid down the, uh, the groundwork for a lot of what's going on today uh, on the positive side of things. And um, I... Happened to have this. Ooh, I was looking for that shit. I was looking for it. So so the way that this relates to uh, fatherhoods right now is that my son and I have started going. He's eight, and we started going to the record store because he's got a little turntable. Oh, wow. We we picked this one up uh, a couple months ago. That's dope. He's uh, been running Jimbrowski a lot and my wife is now mad at me she's like you got your son running around yelling jimbrowski <laughs> as he should right that's good you early that's yo for the so, listeners uh, for the listeners k just flashed the straight out of the jungle uh album from the from the jb so yep yep no so doubt, no so doubt. welcome mike g from the legendary jungle Nice. All right. So where do we start, fellas? I guess you know what. Let's let's start before we jump into uh, Mike's story. E, you had sent us this uh, text the other day about about the uh, baby food and yeah. So why don't you jump on? I mean, I wish I had the article in front of me so I could read it, but uh, it's an article that my girl sent. No, first we saw it on her grandma's watching Univision, and it flashed. And then I was like, it said babies, you know, and now when you're a parent, everything that says anything about children, you're like, wait, what? what's going on? You know, squirrel high alert. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, hold up. And I pause it. And, you know, now we, you know, technology, we could rewind it right then and there. And it was a story about like that all the uh, baby food companies were found that they had um, high toxin levels that could that were going to that could cause brain damage or even death in children. Mm. And it was like all the top brands, including all the organic brands. Well, a lot of the organic. Like I said, I wish I had the article right in front of me so I could say exactly what it says. But what what blew me away even more is that as I, you know, I went and and looked it up in English, you know, news networks. And it's like it's kind of buried. The, the news is not really out there in front. And you would think something that is sensitive to having to do with feeding our children um, would be in the forefront. And just shows you the priorities of, of our media networks. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. That's crazy. So, That's so yeah, it, it freaked us out because, you know, our daughter ate some of the stuff that was listed. And our son currently 
um, has been eating some of the stuff. And like I said, we try to eat, you know, organic stuff, all the or, like little organic things that we can. And, and it was the organic brands as well. And don't quote me, but I think it even says something about even raw vegetables, uh, carrots and and sweet potatoes. But I might be wrong. It might have been the the, the, the compota version of yeah, yeah, the compota of it. But uh, but just like the straight up, you know, carrot and, and sweet potato, which is you know scary as well. Okay. I basically just go into every scenario at this point thinking there's toxic toxins in everything, even the healthy stuff. I'm kind of, I'm the same and to, to a large degree. I mean, my kids are older now, so they're not eating baby food. E, you still have your, your sons going through that. But but my my instinct is always we're kind of fucked. Like, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. I mean, you're not going to purposely put your kids in harm's way. But even what we, you know, consume, like if it's prepackaged, you're bound to have some sort of issue. So your best bet is uh, yeah. try yeah, to prepare your own shit. You know, farm to plate. Right. Here. Yeah. Nah, nah. As soon as they started talking about cloning, we should have knew what the deal was. Yeah. You know yeah. what I'm saying? You know, because they're already cloning the chickens, cloning and, everything. Because I mean, I mean, come on, who really is counting the wings out there? Right, we got a right. lot of chicken wings going on. Yo, son, every time I buy a bag of that shit, I'm always thinking like, "Yo, really?" Right. <laughs> and, and they and all look—they're all the same size. They all look right. Like, oh exactly. yeah, but you gotta and watch even, that. You go to like uh, BBQs, them things are huge. Yeah, them joints is mad big. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the, the or, even the organic vegetables is a problem because they're saying I saw—I don't know what documentary I saw—but they said that all the cloned uh, seeds. They end oh. up being blown into the organic fields, so mm. those things, you know, are not mix and match. Yeah. yeah, you got that mixed breed remix. Oh. <laughs> <All right. laughs> no doubt, no doubt. Oh man! Um, so, so wait, so, so Mike, so yeah, oh, go, go ahead, ahead, go ahead, man. Now, I was gonna say, Mike, how, how many kids you got? Like, tell us about um, that whole family dynamic on your end. Uh, just three. Uh, two girls. Just three of the lot. <laughs> yeah, I got years, two, and I'm I'm in the <laughs> trenches right now, sweating. <laughs> well, they're young. That's why. That's yeah, why. Yeah. You're in the, the you're in battle mode right now. Yeah. Eight is like uh, what's what, how old is your other one? I got uh, my daughter's about to be three years old in May, and my son's oh. about to be one in June. Oh, bro, you got your sneakers on. I mean, you keep your sneakers on. No sleep. And he's no, he's not sleeping. He wakes up five times in the night. It's terrible, man. <laughs> oh man, yeah. Nah, I'm way past that. I, I got a two in the twenties and one teen, so oh, I'm good. Yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. So and, and we passed we yeah, we passed that uh that the battle stage right now. It's you know, just the, the antsiness of kids staying at home, you know what I'm saying, doing all the homeschooling and everything like that. Uh, kind of sucks because was, this was my uh, son's first year going to high school, and it's virtual, so mm, that sucks. But um, you know, other than that, you know, I'm blessed. Uh, my daughters they're doing great. My wife is doing good. And, you know, we we hold it tight. You know what I'm saying? That's dope. What more can I say? It's I'm happy to be here. Right. Happy to be here. Funny you mentioned the first first year of high school thing. We were looking at uh, preschools for my daughter. Oh. And, and my my girl went and she came back and she's like, yeah, at this one school, they wear my daughter won't wear a mask for nothing. Like she won't keep it on. Yeah. So they're saying that in the school she has to wear in this one school that she went today, she has to wear the mask, and then they wear the special hat with the shield. Oh I'm like, yeah, what? 
Yo, that's yeah, bugged yeah. out, man. I mean, imagine yeah. that's her wow. first foray into into schooling, and that's the the world that she's gonna go into <laughs> right now. Like, like that's crazy, man. So I know, I know. It's like because you see it, you see it out. I mean, I get out, so it's like you see it in the stores more now. People with the face masks and the shields. Yeah, and it's like you know, it's like everywhere's a laboratory. It's like, <laughs> yeah, it's kind of bug, but I mean, try to stay safe and. Absolutely. Make it to the next day for the most part. But yeah, yeah, it is crazy. But I can imagine the kids seeing that, especially if it's, you know, maybe a returning uh, like preschooler and then the next year you go and it's masked up. Yeah. Shield, I, I think that's, that's, know, that's, that's worse. Gloves, you know, because you see a lot of gloves out there now too. That's worse because, I mean, at least your daughter hopefully just improves from there, right? Like she'll take the mask off eventually, no shield. But She's introduced to that with everybody else around her doing the same thing. If a kid was there two years ago and they had no, they had to deal with shit, and then they come back and now they got all this stuff on, then it gets real bugged out. Like they really get affected from that. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just bugged out at just the world we're living in right now. But you know, it's not like we didn't know. It almost feels like everything that we learned years ago came to fruition. You know, like all the sci-fi stuff or books or. All this crazy stuff. It's like it's like they they warned us and we knew it. I know, right? We just didn't. <laughs> I mean, think yeah, about when we we saw like all the touch screens and they were moving stuff around. Or we were watching that like what? Oh man! 20... I mean, we're ready for that. Though. We <laughs> want know? that. It's that Walking Dead thing we, we try. Yeah. You know, oh man, that's the next. Man. That's the yeah. next. I'm just waiting. That or the oh, aliens? Man. Which one's first? I'm I'm Yo. either one. Both man. at the same time would be bugged out. Chill, son. Come oh, on, man. Got Relax. Cars. Oh, the, got electric cars, though. Yeah. Well, yeah. the aliens are the walking dead, really. <laughs> Zombie aliens would be bugged <laughs> right. out. Uh, <laughs> Yo, let me let me oh, let me man. ask Mike. Mike, back. Can you well maybe with your teenager it's probably going to be more recent in your memory, but how was it with him? Given that he was your last, your son is the last of the three, right? Yep. Okay. Yep. Last of all, weekends. Right. So, him growing up, uh, him going through the stage of not sleeping. Do you remember how bad that was compared to your first? Like, do you have a reference point between the two? Well, so the first is like torture. It's like, yeah. but you know, I'll tell you some odd. So. During the first time, my daughter, that was like straight out the jump. Well, that was actually like done by the forces of nature. So, okay. you know, I was heavy in the clubs, heavy out, always in the studio all night. So it was all right because I wasn't sleeping at all anyway. Mm, you right. know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then um, with my second, my daughter, when I actually wanted to start getting sleep, I would come in every night. My wife is laughing because she remembers and she's probably about to laugh too. <laughs> so I would come in, you know, sometimes after shows or whatever, and it'd be quiet in the crib. And at that time we kept the crib right next to the bed and she would just pop up. Her eyes just like, uh. you know, you, you, I'm ready, dad. Like, yeah, I'm ready. <laughs> what, are we, what are we doing? It's like three, four in the morning. So, you know, I get out get out the crib, you know, walk around, sit up, watch TV. And literally my wife always tells me, fall asleep with her, uh, one arm rocking and the second, the other hand, like with a sandwich or something. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Late night munchies, you got to handle it. Oh yeah, got to handle it for more reasons than one. Right. (laughs) (laughs) So, and then my son, 
by that time it was like we was a pro almost. I think my wife got the grunt of it because he was he was a busybody and still is to to a certain extent. Mm. That boy he don't sleep, you know. And I I just call him the uh, incredible never sleeping babies at this point. <laughs> Cause, so cause so you was like it. you was like yo honey whole lot I just can't <laughs> I can't you gotta take care of this right quick. <laughs> oh yeah, it's teamwork. It's definitely teamwork because uh, you will wake up and they will be walking around the crib. I mean. Literally, I've you know, like maybe my wife is going to work or something and left me with my daughter, and it's like, I mean, I'm lucky she didn't. The baby didn't answer the phone sometimes. Like, oh, he's sleeping. Uh, <laughs> answering service, baby, answering service. Yeah, so yo, yo, e, get ready. I mean, you right there. I'm in it, and I'm not ready. <laughs> Wouldn't change a thing, but I'm not ready. Yeah, it's all good, man. Because they, they give you energy at the end of the day, man. They give you that 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 spark. You know what I'm saying? That you know that 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 get up and go. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, I mean, looking forward first to work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, like you guys. I mean, being in the industry, you already have a certain. Uh, we already have like a certain self start about us. But when you get when you have a child, it's like. Uh, it's more, it's like an extra battery, you know, somebody that threw that battery in you and just like, you can go stronger, longer, you know what I'm saying? You're thinking further ahead. You're really thinking about the future, what you got to do. So, I mean, it's a beautiful thing. Going back to, to your firstborn. And so you're in done by the force of nature. That's kind of like, that's a pinnacle album for you guys. Um, you know, native tongues are in full force. And you just mentioned, you know, you're at the clubs and all that kind of, I mean, what was that like for you um, being at such a pivotal moment in in your career and in hip hop in general, and then trying to balance that out with having a a, a baby at home? Oh, well, it was, uh, it was crazy. And, and I got to correct it a little bit because really how it went down was during, she was, con- she was conceived during done by the forces of nature but she okay. actually was born during crazy wisdom masters okay <laughs> so, <laughs> and that was a crazy so, <laughs> and that was a crazy time period i would <laughs> from yeah, what i've yeah, read that was, right that was, yeah that was very crazy that was very okay. crazy. that was definitely like no sleep you know we recorded in the ville you know the ville never sleeps you know so it was like uh it was it was i mean it was nuts but it was you know it was a part of life i mean i was the only child um my dad, he, you know, he got into my life after my mom passed. My mom passed in high school. Mm. Um, I've got a small family. We kind of touched on it a little bit before with my uncle. You know, it's it's not a lot of us. So I was really welcoming of having a child. And uh, we waited to till the, till the last minute. We didn't find out if it was going to be a girl or a boy. And, um, I mean, it's all hands on deck. You know, I come from a type of family that, you know, if you're mad at somebody for 23 hours of the day on a 24th hour of the day, it's like, yo, come on, eat, let's sit, let's talk shit, you know, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, mm. we crew, we family, you know, we jungle over here. You know right. I mean? So, but it was a crazy time. And then, especially, you know, that time, like early 90s, looking at early 90s and then looking at now and then the way, the way New York is, period. <laughs> like, mm. you know, it's, it's bananas. You know, and growing up, you know, in the 80s, 90s, you know, tokens and tray bags and 42nd Street. And, <laughs> man, wow. It's, it's wow. just bugged out. Yeah, it's just, wow. it's just bugged out. You know what I mean? We had, you know, we was all, we was uh, 
what you call phone booths, you know, now it's like uh, phone booths and beepers. Right. <laughs> now we like yeah. cell phones and everything else and Zoom and have you ever you and maybe maybe your your teenager might be the one that this works better with, I guess. But like have you ever had the opportunity to take your kid to a phone booth? They, oh, no. they used to have some just sporadically around the city they that, still have them? that were like leftovers. I don't <laughs> see them anymore. I don't see them anymore, but there were like a few like just choice ones that I would run up on, and they, oh, they but they yeah. didn't have like the phone or anything. It was just the booth, <laughs> and so I would t- I would take my eldest. She's thirteen. I would take her. I just randomly like, yo, let's go, like pop up over here. She'd be in there like, yo, like think uh like if you were in the most foreign of countries and you don't understand a fucking word, like that's what she looked like in this thing. She was like. What the fuck? And I'm like, oh, you're saying the full on phone booth? Not, not just the, not the, not the, not the London type joints, but like, no, no, you know. no, I know, but the ones you get in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah we don't have none of those over here, but yeah. right. And she was like, wild out. Where you at? E? In Miami. And you, Manny? I'm up upstate New York in Rockland. Okay. Okay. I'm in, I'm in uh, L.A. Oh right, right, yep. yeah, yeah. But I'm oh, from yeah. the, I'm from the Bronx, so I take her back to yeah, the old stomping grounds, and then you know what I mean. <laughs> But have you ever had like one of those nostalgic moments? And it doesn't have to be a phone booth, but like taking oh, your, yeah. your kid to something like that, and then they're looking at it like it's crazy. Uh, not really, you know. So I'm in North Carolina now. So my son was born in North Carolina. So uh, we get up to New York, but yeah, definitely no phone booths. But um, probably. Hmm, Cause I keep stuff like cassettes, you know, I keep cassettes laying around okay. and uh, of course I got vinyl here and there, but I don't know, you know, I actually haven't, I haven't really found that, that particular, like, like nostalgia what the thing. fuck is that? Right. <laughs> like what right. is that? <laughs> well, yeah. when you find it, it's going to be epic. Cause every oh, now yeah, and again, no it doubt. happens. I would imagine a pager would be like, what is that? Oh no! Nah, listen, I, I always, you know, during the pandemic, we clean up so much. So oh, I, I these I'm looking boys, for my joint right now, man. <laughs> yeah, I've been keeping it on my desk, and it still turns on too. I just got to put a battery in it. Oh, that's dope. It's crazy. Yeah, wait for somebody to hit me. Imagine you get a contact. Oh shit! Someone beat me right. Right. That's the the alien zombies. Alien zombies gonna hit you up. (laughs) It's like we are coming. (laughs) Glad you didn't change your number. (laughs) Word up. When you had your so back to your first when you um so you had her. Did it make you want to? slow down at all or or reevaluate how your career was going or, or any of that kind of stuff uh a little bit yeah a little bit of both you know you want to stay home more but you want to grind you try to think about ways to stay home and grind but, uh, <laughs> and grind you know what mm-hmm. i mean but at that time it really wasn't an option you know yeah. what i mean it was like it was really about getting out there doing the most i mean we had a funky career you know dealing with like warner brothers and uh, uh coming from coming from an independent going to warner brothers going through the whole debacle from done by the forces of nature the crazy wisdom master so that just it, it lent a lot of work to sitting in lawyers offices sitting mm-hmm. in the record companies alone you know and, and so there was really hardly any time home because a lot of times it was like, you know, you do that during the day, do your meetings and everything. And then it's like, you know, you either go into the studio or you go into the airport or whatever. So, but yeah, I definitely feel like I lost a lot of time there the most. Mm. So, 
yeah, but definitely, you know, you yeah, definitely want to stay home more. You wish you could. That's when you you're praying for more hours in a day. You know what I'm saying? Were you the first one of the Jungle Brothers to have kids? Oh nah, nah, Sammy. Sammy beats us by a long shot. <laughs> 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 nah, but nah, Sam was the first one, and then uh, then me, and then uh, then Bam. Yeah, okay. Sam is like uh, Sam is about five deep. I'm three, and, and uh, Bam is like four. Oh wow! Yeah, no, yeah, no. He Sammy's got three. Actually, six. Oh, I thought teams over there. I thought you. I thought you was like, yo, Bam. Bam got three in the possible. <laughs> no, and I, I, I ask you that because it sounded like you know you, there's that there's that stress of like that conflict, right? You're like I want to be home with my kids, but I also I have this career I got to feed and grind and hustle, and we talk about it a lot in the pod because. Case in point, like E is in that world right now. Like it's oh yeah, yeah, I super see, difficult, see, yeah. right? To to kind of manage all of that, but like you the know, polar opposite of parenting is drink champs. <laughs> 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 the polar opposite. Yo. So I, I wonder yeah, how man. how y'all in the group would like. I I, I have to imagine it'd be conflicts. Yeah, because. <laughs> What you know, you might have some shit you got to take care of with your kids, so you might not be able to make a certain event or oh, yeah, a situation. Yeah, yeah. Or so, what, what yeah, people what, what, was everyone older. understanding of each other in, the, in those situations? Yeah, for the most part, yeah, yeah that's cool. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it it did, it did get hairy sometimes because you know there's some opportunities like you know, like maybe doing a gig for a radio station, and you know when you sign a big labels, they don't give up. Yeah. They don't care whose birthday, anniversary, whatever. They're like, yeah, so you're going to be at the airport, right? You can right. see this place, that place, right? They're like, yo, it's my kid's fifth birthday or this and that or the other. So, yeah, the, within the group, it was pretty chill. Some things got a little thrown off because for us, we did a lot of overseas. Mm, right. So it's like, you know, one day off will like blow a whole tour. You know what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. So it did get a little sticky sometimes around then. But for the most part, I mean, it was all understanding. I think, uh, you know, it's like that 23-hour thing I was telling you, you know what I'm saying? You mad, you cussing, you fighting, then it's like, all right, whatever, come on. We, we know we're going to find another way to grind, get some money or whatever. So, but yeah, it, it definitely gets tough. I mean, it's tough being in a group because, you know, especially once you get older, because like you said, you got the family, everybody's got a family everybody's got responsibility so it's not just three anymore you know what do we say we said uh three four seven six you know that's that's a lot of heads that's it's basically so group members in other groups <laughs> you know what i'm saying putting out other so, albums <laughs> yeah it's like three families married you know what i'm right. saying it's that's like true. how can you ever get anything done you know but, i mean you make it work you know what i'm saying and um Imagine if we had all this technology back then, it would have been even better. Yeah. But I think the know. music, I think the music would have suffered substantially, because I think not not that it's terrible or, or now. It would have been different, maybe not. Suffered. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Been different. different. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. I just feel like all that grind and all the tribulation and trials and all that shit like lent itself to creating a certain sound, a certain you know the genre oh, that, yeah. without, that we yeah. gravitate toward, yeah. right? And having to be physically uh, with each other because that's the difference, also. Oh yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. totally. Well, not the specific time, just the technology. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. Corona, right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. that that thing. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Still want to get out, but yeah, that that that's a crazy uh, 
thought though, like if we had all that technology back then, or even just parts of it, you know, like imagine if it was like a, a imagine cats slinging stuff out the trunk for crypto. Yeah. <laughs> imagine like paying for vinyl out the trunk, tapping phones. Right, yeah. That's wild shit. <laughs> that'd have been up. bugged. Different you know, that, that'd be, yeah, that'd have been kind of bugged out, you know. It would have so, a yeah. whole new meaning for bootlegging your own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> big time big time <laughs> big time yeah that's crazy well, but um i'm curious like what's your musical relationship between you and your kids given the, the generational mm-hmm. divide uh so yeah do they oldest, realize the the impact that that you guys had or is, yeah. or is it just like ah it's dad <laughs> you know, whatever. uh i think so too i think they're they're probably learning and and to be honest, as much as me, because like nowadays I'm a little bit more laid back from the industry. I don't really get into it. And then now you hit, you see more historical facts coming out. You know, right. there's more right. reaching back for the for the cats like myself. So my oldest is she's like kind of right there. She was really out there with me to a certain extent. Like I would bring her to shows, every shows every now and then. I took her on a tour or two. Um, my younger daughter, she's ahead. So she she's into like I mean we was listening to um um craft craft help me out help me out um Mark Craft oh Marlon Craft Marlon Craft thank right. you very much yeah for the man in the back <laughs> so like she really puts me up on more of the current right. heads I mean she was the first one to be honest she was the first Drake she pointed out Drake to me first mm. although Drake was really big but she 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 liked Drake. Mm, at right. that time when he first came out and i was like okay yeah and then I, I got to listen i was like oh yeah he's gonna kill it he's about to just kill the game and then my son who's i mean he's like he's off the chart he's like frank sinatra so he's super old school like wow, there's dope. not really anything current that sparks his uh sparks his light bulb at all <laughs> so, mm, that's so is that just through uh, his own digging or was that from your exposure no, just, you know, I mean, you know, by the time he came around, I, you know, I was like, he was little when I was still hitting the road hard, you know, so he got it, but he didn't really get it. <laughs> yeah, he thought I worked on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, you know, like all they did was take me to the airport, like back and forth to the airport. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> did you ever go yeah. did you ever rock with that though or you did you ever play off play along with nah, the joke nah. <laughs> he's like nah i should have <laughs> right <laughs> no but um nah, i don't know it's just you know we talk about it sometimes but just you know to me it's got to come natural you know some you know i know for all of us it's probably that one song that really got you to digging or listening more you know it, it probably just hasn't really happened for him yet i mean like i said you know like he's frank sinatra i mean the uh guardians of the galaxy first soundtrack like we would bump that you know red does these mixes every now and then he does this thing called blue eye soul you know with like hall and notes and all those guys mm-hmm. into that you know we would drive back and forth to new york so you know my playlist is long <laughs> and um these are the things that that hit him you know but when i turn on the regular radio catch those local stations like whatever have you guys (laughs) have you guys caught um the movie one night in miami no i watched it it. 
Yo, so so uh, for those that haven't, like you know, it's it's set in Miami, but it's, it's. I wish it was a true story, which it's not. Well, yeah, I I, I didn't do any research. I just kind of took it for what it was. But no, nah, I immediately okay. did research. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so you got Muhammad Ali, you got um, Sam Cooke, you got uh, Malcolm jo- X, Malcolm X, and then you got um. Oh, why did I just forget the football player's name? Oh, Jim Brown, Jim Brown, Jim Brown, yes. Damn, perfect, right, Jim Brown. We're good. That's gonna tie into something else in a minute. <laughs> but um, you talking about old souls, Sam Cooke? F- from watching that, I'm like, damn, I haven't heard of Sam Cooke in a minute. And we start playing that in our our home, like smart speaker. And so I have a 13 year old daughter. I've got a seven year old son. I've got a four year old daughter. Right. And then you start. They're all kind of in their own wings of the house. Right. And then you start to see this migration to the kitchen where the speaker is. And, oh, and they were into it? Yeah, yo, it was bugged out. My wife and I are like <laughs> prepping food in the kitchen and we're, we're jamming to that. And then they start con- congregating close to the kitchen. They're not like in the kitchen letting us see them very much, but they're around, they're hovering and they're kind of like in the groove. Satellites. And then my, my oldest starts singing it and I'm like, you know this music? And and it hit us because we play shit all the time, like from different genres of music. And it was so it was, it was one of those moments where you're like, damn, yo, we winning right now as parents. Cause they're eclectic, well, selfishly, they gravitate towards the stuff that we like. Right. And so they have their own tastes in the similar genres also, but they appreciate the the old school stuff. And so that was one of those like awakenings and triggered by this one night in Miami flick. Like, oh shit, we we do we winning out here. Did they watch the flick with you or no? Nah, it, it was <clears throat> it was a little too deep for them to like sit and be attentive to. Because <laughs> it was like it was like three scene like three different scene changes. It was like, yeah. but the concentration of it was in the hotel, so it was all dialogue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. which you will find out soon. E. <laughs> <All right. laughs> yeah, my favorite my favorite kid flick though is uh, Wally. Yo, that's what I'm on right now really? with my daughter. And <laughs> compare it to now. <laughs> but she won't she won't watch it all the way through though. Oh man. She gets into yeah. it and then it's like squirrel and then something else happens. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play and then squirrel and then next snack. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My son Bye-bye. just watched uh, Night at the Roxbury the other night. <laughs> For real? <laughs> yeah. Super inappropriate. <laughs> Was he laughing or was he confused? No, nah, nah, he was laughing. Okay. <laughs> yeah. We're just running out of stuff to watch. <laughs> I'm like, oh, man. If, yeah. if I can, I'd like to kind of take it back to, to your days at Murray Bertram. Um, wow. So you said you lost your mom during high school, right? Yeah. Yep. So was that early in high school, later part of high school? Oh, yeah. Nah, first year, man. <sighs> first year. Mm. First year. Yeah, and 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 I think you you got with the with the JB you know formed the JBs almost on your way out of high school. Is that is that right? Uh, pretty much like my last second. Well, yeah, like the end of that year. Okay. And um, going into my last year. Uh oh. Nine one one to the to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so so I, I'm I guess it's a two parter. So like, you lost your mom. You mentioned early, like your family's small as it is. Your father wasn't. A, it seemed like he wasn't around then. He he kind of came around. Uh, yeah, you know, I mean, he, it's, like he was around, but 
I wasn't living with him. Right. So it's like he was in Queens, I was in Harlem. And uh Is that the left rack connect for you? That's the left that's the left rack connect. Oh, okay. <laughs> so you're gonna have plenty to talk about on Drink Champs. Yeah. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> so so like how how was that? Because I mean, how how much of that experience do you carry on to when you become a father, right? Because oh. there's a lot of shit going on at the same time. Like, what did you grab that you felt like, yo, these are the things that I'm taking from this experience to try to create a positive impact based on my negative oh. circumstance? Oh, man, I don't even know where to start with that one. That was, that might get too deep, pull out your tissue. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, man, I miss my mom every day first so in a nutshell so i lost my mom in high school my oldest daughter we lost her mom when she was only like three years old three four years old so uh it gets rough man and and what to pull away from it is uh strength and um the challenge of life we just we just it's always because you know we all go through our circumstances right as oh yeah as we're coming up i mean yours are that's an extreme you know god forbid any of us have to deal with that growing up you did and i'm always curious because it seemed like the 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 vibe i get from you is like you are a devout father you are you are like a present dad and i have to imagine like taking from those you know the absence of your father to some degree plays into who you are as a dad yeah, and, and to be honest, I can't say it was an absence. I'm sorry, you're like, right. I, you know, he was, I keep uh, saying absence, no. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no doubt. I got to you know, give him his props, too, because, I mean, it was really, I think, uh, him and my mom didn't get along. They didn't agree on certain things. Yeah. Um, he worked He worked a lot. He worked hard. I stayed with mom and got into a little bit of everything, mm. you know. And... Um, but I think, um, it, you know, it, it kind of goes back to what I was saying, too. Like, the way we grew up at th- in those times to compare to how kids are growing up now is totally different. The, um, the uh, I can't say the violence level is down, but, I mean, back then, there, there, was, there was so little that cats was fighting over. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, we was fighting over sneakers and gold mm-hmm. chains and, and gazelle glasses and Yo, you 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 crossed me out when you was bombing, right? You know, and it's like now it's like kids the same age is shooting, getting shot over packs, you know, thousands of dollars, street turf, you know what I'm saying? And in certain other areas of the states, it's probably it was probably like that, maybe around you know those those 80s for some kids, but you know, when I was growing up, I mean, the gangs was there, you know. Uh, and just just all out warfare. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You had ball busters. You had uh, Zulu Nation five percenters. I don't know. I, I feel like I'm getting off track, but I mean, no. all those things that I take from when I was younger, I bring to my fatherhood. And uh, I mean, I just I just watch them and try to be present because the littlest piece of knowledge will take your kids the fur- the furthest, you know what I'm saying? That, you know, that 10 minute conversation, those two words, that reaction, you know, those are the biggest things. 
Mm. Um, uh, one thing I do, I've got to shout out my wife again because uh, she was really one that would tell me like, listen, sometimes you got to take time for yourself. Mm. And, you know, you know, I got into a mode where I was working a lot, working a lot, but it's like, listen, you got to be present. So, you know, that's, you know, I try to try to add it in, Mm. you know, because I think back then, you know, I didn't see my dad a lot because he worked a lot, you know, and maybe certain things that he would have been able to share with me would have took me into a different direction or maybe show shed light on things that I didn't see till until now. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm. So, yeah. I mean, fathers stand up, you know what I'm saying? We talked about so. that uh, maybe an episode or two ago about just that trying to carve out a little bit of time for yourself to get yourself oh, yeah. feeling right so that you can Play go back role. to the family in a and you know in a oh, stronger yeah. stronger mind frame. Yeah, we carry a lot, man. We carry a lot, you know. So I mean uh we, we carry a load from sun up to sundown. First one up, last one down. <laughs> Not right. all the time, yeah. but enough of the time. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you gotta give a little bit of time to recharge so that when you start talking or start having to pay attention to something that means a lot, you know what I'm saying? One, you record it and you know, you're able to give some type of feedback, you know what I'm saying? So how do you, um, so when, when your kids started getting older and now you've got a teenage son, like some of the things that I worry about sometimes is, I mean, I've got a, you know, he's eight right now, my son. And then, so I've got some time to, you know, there's things that I worry about in an eight year old kind of world. But then I think about, when he's going to be getting older and later teens and even like early twenties. And, and I think about a bunch of the stupid shit that I was doing at that point and, you know, things that could have really turned, turned bad, right. And, oh, and like yeah. turned, oh, yeah. turned my life into a, you know, a, in a, in a bad way. It's a series of dodging bullets. Basically. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> like, That's how I look back and I'm like, Oh man, this is, <laughs> I don't yeah, know exactly. how this is going to work with my kids. I'm hella worried about like, yeah. Oh, so yeah. How, so trust, how do you, how, like, how do you maneuver through that? And like feeling, I mean, does that fear ever go away even when they're, they're older and they seem like they've got their shit together? Or is it something that you kind of carry with you of just like, you know, you're holding your breath every time yeah, they do something? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Ooh, that's, you know, I mean, being in the industry, first of all, the uh well, what do you call it the, uh, oh yeah you see a lot of shit yeah. you do a lot of yeah. shit too i mean yeah. you know the relationship between men and women in the industry is definitely yeah. you know it's a hard it's a hard playing field you know what i'm saying professionally and personally so you got that and then you got you know being a young man and having a young man <laughs> so right. so it's like uh yeah you know you worry all the time i mean fathers I mean, you worry all the time, but I think uh, you just try to, you know, give them enough jewels and nuggets out there. So when they go out there, they, you know, they ready and they're aware, you know, that's the biggest thing too. You want to make sure that they're aware. Um, uh, one of the crazy things I think when I was, uh, especially when my, uh, for my oldest, I would always talk to her like an adult. I would talk to mm. no real baby talk. It's all like, yeah, we're doing this. We're going, we're going to the store. Even when she couldn't really talk, like, oh yeah, we're going to the store. We're about to start the car. We're, you know, we've got to walk up five flights or whatever. Just always constantly trying to communicate, just talking. But that worry factor, I don't know. There's 
I don't know if you're asking for preparation. How do how do you prepare for that? A little bit. <laughs> just, yeah. I don't think nah, anybody just, has a, a good answer. Yeah. Just, Mike, uh, just give us the no. you give us the cheat code, Mike. That's what we're looking for. Just, cheat code? Right. Bro, up, up, down, right. down, left, right, left, right. Nah, there's no cheat code on that one, homie. No cheat code. No cheat code. Just you know, just just be straight up as, as possible. Offer all information, especially about yourself. You know, like I I can't remember. Like uh, I think uh I think um one of the guys there was a there was a guy filming doing some filming about like about the group and all of that. So I think there was a point where I just was like, okay, I started sitting down with my kids, like, listen, you know, I used to smoke a lot of weed, I used to do this, I used to do that. You know, you're gonna hear it here first. <laughs> Before you hear it from anywhere else, yeah. you're gonna hear it here first. So if that helps, that's definitely something you should do. You know, you know, depending on the degree of it, you may want to hold out to the moment, but for the most fact. For the most part, you know, just be as straight up as possible. Always be as straight up. Always give the best answer possible. If you don't know, say you don't know. Look for the answer, you know, because, you know, kids got a lot of questions. You know, and they definitely get in that stage where the questions are nonstop. <laughs> that laugh says yeah i know no, my son, my, my son the other night hit, hit me with like hey uh dad have you ever done anything illegal and i was like oh, <laughs> fuck. there you go <laughs> wait what did you tell him though um i paused for a face, second <laughs> and i said so uh, what you know, i did was i said you know what we actually all did something illegal together the other day <laughs> oh <laughs> look at you <laughs> Dodging bullets. Yeah. Okay, that West Coast. Everyone. That West Coast life. Yeah. Yeah. So we just had um we just had DMX on Drink Champs. It's actually the episode that drops this week, right? Oh and, man. And this is the second time he comes to Drink Champs. And he's in really good health and he's in good spirits and and uh, and I'm really happy for him. But he came with four of his 17 kids. Whoa. Wow. Wow. Unless he was kidding, but I don't think he was kidding. He looked pretty damn serious about 17 kids that he has 17 yeah. kids. <laughs> And he, so he came with wow. four of them and and you guys can watch the episode if you get time or listen to it the kids were not in the immediate room but they could hear and see everything from a room behind us and he talked pretty frankly about everything <laughs> and i was like wow. at first i was like damn this is crazy man like he's saying a lot of crazy shit in front of the kids but i was like imagine these kids growing up with dmx period like his life is already like you know like open book this yeah. is what it is, guys. Yeah. You know, I'm, right. I'm, I'm your father. <laughs> right. oh, and yeah, he seemed yeah. like a great father. And it seemed like they loved him. And there's a part where they take a group picture. And we were even, and it's in the episode. And we hit him up. We're like, you sure you want? Drink <laughs> <laughs> like, I, I, we all feel a little awkward about this. I think that was might have been the first time we had kids on set. Oh, was okay. he drinking? Well, well, yeah. Well, we're drinking. Yeah. Not yeah. them. <laughs> Just to well, the, No, the, not them, uh, but him. Yeah, uh, he drank. Yeah, he drank a little bit, but not you know, nothing crazy. But he definitely yeah, because he turns up. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah, he, <laughs> no, this is the second time. The first time is infamous in in Drink Champs history. Oh yeah, um, I think I might have seen some of that too. And yeah. I don't really, I don't know him like that, but I've heard stories, so it's like wow. <laughs> Super genuine dude, and and he everything he yeah. does, he, he puts it all out on the table, good or bad. No doubt, no doubt. Um, and I just thought that was ill though with his kids there, and I was in my head. I think I even said it on the episode. It's fatherhoods, but I don't know, you know, like <laughs> right. where this goes. But 
Definitely fatherhood's <laughs> moment here. You could you could categorize it as fatherhood, but you're like, ooh, it's, it's all gray. <laughs> yeah, that that was pretty. Well, but, but that's good though too. It's like. Just like I was saying, you know, let it all out. You know, it's better yeah. to hear it there first, out the horse's mouth. Than, you know what I'm saying? It's a random fucking blog. Or out it. the yeah. dog's mouth. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Straight from the dog. <laughs> Word up. Yo, if, hey, if we... Get, get ahead. Yeah, I, I was just going to, I was actually going to get in on a little, a music question. So yeah, you got a good, that's parent I was question. Going. Go ahead. No, no, huh? no. I was going music too. Go. You start. Okay. All right. So um, I guess just as a group, and how have you guys managed to maintain and continue to stay a group through all these years uh and you know i imagine there was some starts and stops and you know just having a bad taste in your mouth from some of the label stuff like how have you guys managed to to maintain and and keep it moving uh i think just overall when we come together as a group to perform and whether live or in the studio it just it just works you know what i'm saying so I think that's the biggest thing because I mean, there's been some, been a lot of verbal action, <laughs> you know, what I'm saying? Oh, okay. a lot of verbal violence, yeah. <laughs> to say the least. <laughs> and I think, uh, you know, to me, I definitely love the chemistry we perform live. It really keeps, it keeps it uh, grounded for me and keeps it uh, reminiscent of what I what I want from hip hop. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And to represent as a hip hop artist, and. Um, I don't know. Other than that, psh, go figure, man. Go figure, because you know, I think, like you said, we had a lot of uh, startups and stops, but I think you know we all come back together at the end, man. It's, I, I gotta say, Sammy I think we B. all know. We all know it clicks. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Sammy B's got, uh, I think, to me, one of the best house mixes when he when he when he does live. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. He goes in. His yeah. uh, he goes in. That's you know, psh, that's that's my dude right there. Yes. Now, was there ever a time when I guess when there was a stop with you guys, do you just like, man, fuck this shit. I'm just going to get a regular job and focus on the family. I don't want to deal with music anymore. Or, or was it always kind of, let me figure out something else on the music tip. Other than oh, nah, nah, nah. We all, we all, we all had it in one way or another. Me, I'm, I'm like the workhorse of the group. I've always kept a side job or a job or something like that. Um, I think, uh, that's gotta be tough. I'm, I'm sorry to cut you off, but that's gotta be hard <laughs> to keep any side job. <laughs> and I, when you say side job, I'm assuming, working for some company or you know some other thing oh, not, yeah, not like yeah. your side hustle because you over here on this side like mike g jungle brothers at the height of the jungle sure. brothers and then you over here whatever that side job is people got to be looking at you like 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 wait a minute nah is that <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah 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 but now like when we were at our height like between the first and second album i was good i was just you know grinding music all the time all the time yeah. all the time and then I uh, really when it got to the third album where it got so hairy and just the fangs came out from all directions. That's why I was like, oh, I just I just I backed up totally. And I never forget. Um, I was working in a record store. I was working in the record store. It wasn't even a record store. It was a CD store. That's how far removed I was. But I was literally just walking down the street. I saw a wanted sign. I was like, yo, I need some. I need a job. I just I just had to get my head straight. And wow. One day, Tip came in there. And I was just so, I had so many things on my mind and he just, he just stood there and looked at me and we just looked at each other. He didn't he know you out. worked there? No, 
when nah, he walked in. So I think, he so, I think somebody to told him. No, no, no. I actually think somebody told him I was there, and he came and he and he looked and he's like, "Yo," and uh, he's just like, he's like, "Yo, what's up?" And I was like, "Ain't shit." I, I just had no words, man. I was just, I was, I was beaten down. You know what I'm saying? I was like, I was almost down. It's like you know, the fighters almost down. Right. I was almost down. But um, you know, God, one of the couple of months. Late, maybe a month or two later, I came to, you know what I'm saying? I was like, where the hell am I? <laughs> yeah, let me get out of here. <laughs> you know? And um, uh, I remember Sammy, when Sammy, when Sam's mom's died, he went through it pretty hard. And um, he took a he took a gig. He actually went to work for transit for a while, mm. you know, because, uh, you know, losing your mom, is, that's hardcore. So, yeah, but uh, I guess, you know. You gotta do what you gotta do, but yeah, it's, it's definitely funny being on the other side. People like double taking, like, yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> are you? <laughs> All right. nah, it's not, I'm not even. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it gets crazy. But then, is there a sense of like when when you're in that zone of call it the other side, the you know the non music side? Is there a sense of relief sometimes, especially if it's getting hairy on the music side? It's like, man, I can do this gig. I got steady money coming in. I'm taking care of my family. You know, it's less stress. Or is there that nagging feeling of like, fuck, man, I should be in the studio right now? Oh, without question. Without question. But I mean, you got to look at it from a realistic standpoint, too, because it's like if the label's not doing you right, you know, studio time costs money, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, first and foremost, you got to pay, you know what I'm saying? You know, unlike now, you can pretty much set up a studio in your crib, anywhere, you know, you still, you don't need outside resources as much uh, now as you did then. But yeah, I mean, it's it's a constant, you know what I'm saying? Because I mean, it's like, you can either go hustle, you can do something illegal, worry about Try to make the money to get on tour, but get locked up. <laughs> right. Get on tour, you know what I'm saying? Which I saw that too. And or you could just be like, uh, you know, you go out there, you grind, you do what you got to do, get a little nine to five or whatever. Yeah. First shift, second shift, third shift. Do what you got to do. Make sure there's food on the table for the fan. Make sure they straight. Right. Then you know you think about what you got to do for your music career. You know, because I mean, at that time for me. You know, by my third album, I'm, I'm two feet, one arm all the way in. You know what I'm saying? It's like, how could you really consider going to another career at that point where there's so, where you've laid such groundwork, left so many opportunities out there for yourself already? Right. Right. But it took me a little while to understand that and see that, you know. But then on the other hand, you're like, but listen, you got a family, you know. Right. You know, when you go out and do music, you know how it is. Sometimes you're not seeing no real paper for months. You know what I'm saying? You know, unless you're doing shows, you know, or you get lucky and see a real decent publishing or royalty check. You know what I'm right. saying? So what's going to fill the gaps? You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. that's when that real fatherhood comes in. <laughs> <laughs> that, you know, that's when you got to That's when you got to turn up and you got to be like, nah, you know, this is what I got to do. And if I want my my passion to you know to come along with me or be be able to pay attention to it you just got to put in the time that's what it's all about at the end of the day man you gotta you gotta put in the time you know like i said first one up last one down man you know so i mean even now you know like i i got a uh i'm a plumbing contractor so i do a lot of renovations on the first one up 
last one down and i'm lucky to be able to come home and listen to beats sometimes <laughs> you know what i'm saying right. so so I mean, and i'm sure in the, in the past it was it was a lot more difficult to pivot within the music industry or in the creative world like now it feels like we you could pivot easier like for me like dj now to do a podcast like oh yeah that, yeah, that pivot sure. allowed me to stay in the music industry in some capacity and and continue to you know stay within you know keep the dream alive sort of say Nah, without question without question and i think i think i was at that crossroads too where a lot of cats was like yo why don't you dj but it's, it sounds maybe a little stupid but i hold such a high regard to djs that i wouldn't just go out there and be playing that's DJ. why i don't gig now because <laughs> i i respect the art form so much i'm not yeah, gonna go out like, there just for the paper yeah it's like uh i'm not really a dj i could spin but I'm not really a DJ. So it's, like, it's in my uh, blood. I mean, my uncle taught me a few things. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Yo, and oddly <laughs> enough, to be honest, the one who um showed me, gave me the most time on turntables was Bam, was Baby Bam. Oh, okay. Because he had Red's turntables, you know, that's the holy shrine. And then he was <laughs> right. on them all the time. So it's like, you know, you don't really get to touch those turntables. Right. <laughs> you know <what> <laughs> so you're talking about was, Red Alert, right? Yeah, I'm talking about because right just yeah. people don't know, you know, you you, you use oh, yeah. the first names. You said Tip, Q Tip <laughs> for people that don't yeah, know. My like... bad, my bad. <laughs> DJ, yeah, it's it's like we in the living room, basically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> that was a good one, man. Yeah, it was. You're the youngest of the group. <laughs> it's, it's, it's a it's a lot of BLS and High ninety seven listening right. to Red Alert, bro. All right, there you go, there you go. So, but before yeah, we get so, out of here, I, I got one question yeah. for you. Uh, we started yep. talking about it before we recorded, but um, the Jim Browski, you had dropped something that I don't think any of us knew. Well, like kind of where the namesake <laughs> and how you guys got started using the terminology. Like, can you tell us a little yeah. bit about where that came from? So, um, like I said, you you asked about uh Ernie uh, Morris, was, yeah, uh, Ernie Morris, um, the Ness. As a lot of people know him, because yeah. uh, he's he's pretty much a rucker a rucker legend as well. Fact. Um, that was his term. That was his term when he was talking about girls on the joint on the on the gym. You know what I'm saying? He's <laughs> like, yeah, he's like, yo, the gym brass. Like, and he was one. He yo, he stayed fresh. I mean, if you if you've seen him or known him, you know he stayed fresh. Yeah. Always smelling good. Watches, little bit of jewelry, clothes, game, always on point. And the Jim Brass, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know? So, um, you know, I was really younger when he was kind of running around doing his thing, but like Red is, uh, he's my next. He would be my next. So it's like he would also say it too, and he would do all the acronyms and stuff like that yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And um, one day we was in the studio and we got to joking about something, and I spit it out. I spit out Jim Browski, and he was like, Yo, what's that? But Red knew. He was like, "Oh, keep going, keep going." So that's we just that's we just wild, kept going. Yo. Yeah, but so yeah, but, shout out to so, yeah, shout out to Ernie. So just to, to catch people up because we talked about this mostly off air, and E, you, you had yeah. you hadn't joined yet, but like Ernie Ernie Morris is somebody I had on my other podcast on the basketball one called Dribbling Dimes, and he he's a Rucker legend, uh, Harlem dude, play ball, you know, for for a bit, but. One of his claim to fame is like he's he's almost like a New York City basketball historian, but he's got this dope flavor about him that is largely around like acronyms. So he'll he'll nickname shit like he has his own vernacular about everything. So um, so on the episode, he was like spitting all through a bunch of stuff. And actually, he said 
Jim Bros. And I didn't pick up on it because he didn't fully say it. So now when you said it that way, you said it in the same tone that he did. Uh, it was it was yeah. wild to hear, but it's so funny how the worlds connect. Because when when Mike jumped on, I'm looking at Mike and I'm like, I mean, I've seen you on TV and shit like that, but like seeing you here now, I'm like, yo, you look a lot like Ernie Morris. Do you know the guy? He was like, yeah, it's kind of my uncle. I was like, whoa, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy because he is. Let's see how how do we do this. So he is my um. So my mother's mother aunt, he is my grandmother's, he is my grand aunt's son. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That works. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's my grandmother's sister. Grandmother's sister's son. Son, right. Yeah. So so uh him and my mom grew up and they watched over Red. <laughs> God, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, they wow. did babysitting duty for Red. <laughs> you know what I'm Crazy, bro. Which my mom caught the brunt of, which she didn't mind. Then he caught it for me. So it was all good. On some fatherhood excuse real quick. I apologize for being late today, guys. A little late. But my daughter okay. had her first scuffed knee right before I got on. Mm. Oh, war stories. Yeah, nice. her first. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> bloody and she <laughs> fell trying to chase a cat outside and and was, i was like oh, was she a g in my, in my head huh was she a g nah, about she it no nah, okay, nah, okay. Nah, she cried it i mean i think she cried because she saw her mom is Can't worried get all was. upset yeah yeah and then and then at first when i picked her up there was no blood and then the blood just started coming out and my girlfriend oh, man. Oh. And, I, and i'm like no you're we, i tell her strong you're strong and i she does like this go, you're strong strong <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was that was why I was late. Fatherhood excuse, but that's right. what happened. All right. All right, so here's the challenge, the fatherhood excuse. Which way did you go? Alcohol or neosporin? You know what? We didn't have neither, at least at at, <laughs> at our just at like at our reach at that moment. So we had uh we cleaned it with just a bottle of water. We were outside and then we All just right, put a, a bunch of band-aids on it because we didn't have a big enough band-aid either. Damn, you son. Going for, Mike? Mike said, Mike, hold on. Alcohol is neosporin. He said alcohol. Do you like <laughs> Yeah, I'm not I'm not putting alcohol on my daughter. I was No, what's the other stuff that Oh the hot hydrogen the... peroxide. Hydrogen peroxide <laughs> or mecuro cromos what we're using over here too. <laughs> what's that? What's that called? Uh, I don't in, in English is I think it's the same mecutochrome. I don't know. Like <laughs> it's the thing that's oh. the red color that turns oh. that just it's, the dye oh, my shit. My wife is Latina, so I'll ask her. Yeah, <laughs> she'll know. She'll know. Mecuro Cromo. She'll yeah. know what that is. Yeah, but we we straight up New York. So if we scuffed up outside, they run you up under the fire hydrant and you keep letting you run around. <laughs> right. Before yeah, she you, stayed outside after that, she thugged it out afterwards. But for your kids, Mike, you you reach for the alcohol, or you you trying to find the neo sport? Yeah, you foul. <laughs> He's pouring Bacardi alcohol. on it. Alcohol. There you go. One fifty one. One for you and one for me. <laughs> Yeah, because your mom is gonna kill me. <laughs> <laughs> Word up. Hey, I got I got two two quick things before before we jump out of here. Um, Mike, when when um when people talk about native tongues and they start talking history and talking all that stuff, I mean, do you guys feel that that Jungle Brothers get get the due props for the native tongue conversation? Or Probably. Do you Probably more now than before. I think with all the little shows and everything coming up, I think a lot of the new cats, some people that really their catalog doesn't go back that far. Where they're right. like, who's like, because you, know, you got cats who love the who love daylight, love tribe, and like, who's the Jungle Brothers? You right, know what right, I'm saying? Right. So, 
I mean, it's all good. I'm I'm a I'm a believer of history. You can you can never really erase it. Right. And uh, with the strength of the culture now, I don't I don't sweat it at all. You know, so dope. And yeah. speaking of Jungle Brothers, you guys have uh, a newish album that's out, right? It came out last <laughs> yeah. year. Did it come out last year? Yeah, COVID. It's, it's the COVID album. <laughs> okay. right in March. <laughs> Word. Let people know yeah. where, where they can find that. No doubt. My bad. So uh, Jungle Brothers Keep It Jungle is the name of the album. It dropped in March during during the height of the pandemic. Uh, we really didn't put too much oomph behind it. You know, it's a little crazy time for everybody. But um, first off, I hope everybody uh, pulled through and it continues to pull through. And if you were affected by COVID, just keep your head up. You know what I mean? And uh, at the end of the day, keep it jungle. You know what I'm saying? Uh, keep it jungle. Word up. Word. Yo, man, it's been an honor, pleasure, uh, super honor, man. Yeah, anytime. Yo, you thanks for having me, man. And need you guys on Drink Champs, please. Yeah, you gotta get Jungle Brothers on, on Drink Champs. Yeah, man. for sure. All you gotta do is holler. How y'all doing? Y'all doing a virtual now? Y'all doing all in? Nah, nah we we back. We back physical for a while now. It's Florida, bro. Oh, yeah. That's it right. Re- that's right. That's right. <laughs> COVID doesn't champs exist. Isn't really, Drink Champs virtual. It doesn't really. It doesn't. Yeah, 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 it would, yeah. It Anything would, goes right. in Miami, so you can. Oh yeah, yeah Miami's wild right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I see that. I see that. But yeah, I look forward to it. I got a lot of friends down there, so I'm, I'm looking forward to getting down there. Jerobi's my neighbor, practically. No way. He lives. He lives in like very close to me. Yeah. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, I didn't yeah. even know he was in. Well, last he was. So last man, last time I seen him was was New York. And uh, last he was living in Atlanta for a while, and I think he he was in New York for a bit. So, but that's good, man. I, yeah, I, he's I, out I love here. Roby. Yeah. I love my brother. So, man, you guys just be safe down there, and you know everybody, oh, boy, West Coast, New York, of course. Word. You know, you guys just be careful, be safe, hug up on them babies. You know what I'm saying? Big babies and little babies, everybody get hugs. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Facts. Word up. Flex your fatherhood. Word up. Appreciate you, man. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Appreciate, Appreciate you, Mike. Thank, Thank you, man. You, man. Peace. All right, peace. Yo, be a father. If not, why bother, son? A boy can make him, but a man can raise one. Be a father to your child. Be a father to your child.